0: Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. mobilecom
1: Right now we're talking to Professor David Schultz of Hamlin University about the impeachment process. As I said, you know, going into that break, we are all super busy. This thing is happening so fast. What is the timeline looking like to you? Well,
0: I first often to say. I blew the timeline because I thought this wasn't going to happen if a vote was going to occur until clearing the holidays. For exactly the reason that you're saying is that part of the the impeachment process being on television and being on radio um, is to educate the American public about what's going on. And as as you know, what in, many listeners know, between roughly what Thanksgiving and the New Year, we're busy with like you know, holiday friends, all kinds of stuff. And so it's surprising me. But it's looking like after watching Nancy Pelosi's press conference earlier this week that she's putting Jerry Nadler, who's the chair of the House Judiciary Committee, um, on fast track. And I suspect we're going to see within a couple of weeks, um, articles of impeachment drafted. Now, whether or not they're, they're going to vote out them before Christmas, I don't know. But I could. what I'm sort of thinking at this point is that in the next week to 10 days, we have the actual articles drafted, and it could be anywhere from one to, I don't know, I'm going to guess, probably between one and about four or five articles of impeachment. For Clinton, it was three articles of impeachment. For Nixon, it was also three so I'd put it in, in that range. There, um, House Judiciary Committee would then have to vote on those articles of impeachment. Then it would have to go to the entire House of Representatives, of which um, it would have to re- require a majority vote. It's possible it could happen before Christmas or before the New Year, but that's an incredibly tight deadline. Because also Congress needs to worry about what some spending bills and getting some other work done. I'm, I'm so I'm still guessing. Um, that you know, within the next few weeks at this point. But if it did get pushed to just a little bit past the beginning of the year, given what I'm sort of seeing at this point, I wouldn't be surprised. And and, and, and by, by the way, that's just the impeachment process in the House. And just because somebody's impeached in the House, President's impeached in the House, doesn't mean he's removed from office. There would then have to be a Senate trial.
1: Right. And and um, I was watching a report, I think, on CBS, where the Capitol Hill correspondent Nancy Cordes was saying that the Senate basically has the month of January blocked off on their calendars for this trial.
0: Yeah, that was a very good report, by the way. I saw that news item also. It was really excellent. And and it's really at this point, I'm hearing they about the month of January blocked for it, but I think there's some strategic considerations now that Mitch McConnell can make. And keep in mind, two, a, a critical date, February 3rd. February 3rd is the... Iowa caucuses, of which then you're going to have the New Hampshire primary a week later, Nevada caucuses, and then Super Tuesday, including Minnesota on March 3rd. And the reason why I mention that is that um, I would not be surprised um, if the timing for the impeachment process, uh, or rather the trial in the Senate, assuming the president is impeached, is set up in a way that... Um, comes into conflict with at least one of those major events. And at this point, we have, if if I'm correctly, we've got Amy Klobuchar. We we actually, I was going to say, we have, I think, counted out five Democrat senators who are running for president of the United States. And during the trial in the Senate, they would essentially be locked down to being in the Senate uh, as opposed to out campaigning. And so this is going to potentially have a... A major impact or potential major impact on the senators who are Democratic presidential candidates and just bring it home to Amy Klobuchar um, that it would basically require her, depending on the timing, instead of being in Iowa campaigning to be where to be in the Senate doing a, a trial.
1: Will the, will the, would the Senate Judiciary Committee have a larger role? would they have a sort of enhanced role? would it go to them first or would it just go directly to the whole Senate?
0: Go directly to the Senate. Now, the U.S. Supreme Court, in a in a famous case, had, this is not Richard Nixon. It was a federal judge, Nixon versus the United States. And federal judges can also be impeached. And he complained that the the his his trial in the Senate occurred before the Senate Judiciary, um, and then it went to the Senate for a full vote. And the Supreme Court said, you know, Senate can do whatever they want. Now, <laughs>
1: I, I, the reason I ask is Senator Klobuchar is on the Judiciary, Judiciary Committee, Committee, as is Senator Booker. Exactly. Um, I, Kamala Harris is on the Judiciary Committee, but she dropped out this week. So I think that might leave just four senators. That's r- Right, Senator Klobuchar, Senator Sanders, Senator Warren, Senator Booker. Unless you're I'm right, there's yeah. still an awful lot of people running, folks. Just,
0: so That's what I'm saying is I'm losing am losing track on my toes at this point. But the but no, the Senate Judiciary wouldn't necessarily have a larger role, especially with the presidential okay. um, trial. It's going to go to the entire Senate, no doubt. Um okay, uh, which I, yeah. means which means regardless of it, is that again speaking of our senator, um, Senator Klobuchar, she's going to be busy. And I don't think this is going to be a trial that takes place like in, you know, 24 hours. It's probably um, several weeks because if we look at the Clinton trial, we uh, um, as, as an example, um, that actually lasted several weeks because you had some testimony taken. Then what you had is some um, recess to allow for more gathering of information. You had time for deliberations, et cetera, et cetera. So I could see this as a trial that drags out, yeah, conceivably, three, four, five, you know, maybe six weeks. Again, not every second is being consumed by the trial, but certainly a a substantial portion of their work would be at a time when, what, somebody like Amy Klobuchar or or a Cory Booker or... Elizabeth Warren or a Bernie Sanders wants to be doing what hitting the campaign trail
1: right although it does give them a platform in which people will be approaching them with with microphones wanting to hear from them more so than a Joe Biden who's not in the Senate anymore or a Mike Bloomberg or or any of the or Pete Buttigieg so in some ways it might give them an awful lot of attention at at a critical moment
0: it could, and this is the part that we don't know how it plays out at this point. Does it give them more opportunity? Or at the same time, think about it now. If, if, if this were really a criminal trial, um, we're certainly not going to let jurors comment um, on the trial as it's going on. They have to weigh the evidence.
1: Oh, that's true.
0: So, so, Interesting. So, so even though this is not a criminal trial, but still at this point you have to have um, the senators who are essentially sitting as a combination judge and jury listening and deliberating, and I'm not sure how this plays if, let's say, one of the senators, while testimony is being taken, while the trial is going on, they're commenting in the process to the public, as a, um, especially if they've reached a conclusion and said that, well, he's guilty. Um, so I think there's, there's potential political risks in this that, that may make it difficult for um, for senators to be able to do well, this kind of commentary, on top of which um, there are Senate rules regarding the trial process that places significant limits on senators doing this type of activity. Wow. All
1: right, listen, we have to take a uh, quick break. Uh, When we come back, we'll give you some weather, and it's an important weathercast. There's a lot going on. It's going to be very cold, and we do have some snow coming in our forecast. And then afterwards, we'll continue this conversation with David Schultz. I want to ask him about the economic numbers that came out were very, very good. The president is justifiably... uh, You know, beating his chest over this, saying, you know, hey, this is great. It would be even better without the impeachment. Is this kind of great economic news, if it continues, is that enough for the president to win re-election? In in past years, obviously, they haven't been facing an impeachment. But generally speaking, when the economy is doing as well as it is right now, I know not everybody is getting that benefit. But generally, that's a pretty good thing for somebody trying to run for office. So keep it here, folks. News Talk 830.